I need to take my pills like an old person. <laughs> we old. Mm, the bones and joints are just sending out the Morse code and that correct cracks. Yeah, that's more like if you like twist an empty water bottle. <laughs> it just goes back to the Billy Butcher said like just dust at this point. I'm uh I'm hydrating myself because the weather here just keeps getting drier and drier, and I just yeah. feel my face just disintegrating. <laughs> it's just <laughs> dust. Gotta use that SPF moisturizer, man. Ooh, yeah, I need to get me some more my Trader Joe's lotion. Uh, I'm gonna work on this for a second. You drink it. Get tea? warmed up. Yeah. I, got, I got me some tea, man. Mm -hmm. I had some ginger sitting on the counter, and I don't know if somebody thought it was garbage, but it's gone. What? Well, the only person that could have thrown it out. Is your husband right well we had guests here over oh, thanksgiving too right, right. maybe they thought they were helping yeah i wish i had a better um diffuser thing this goes on the bottom of like a thermos oh right like, yeah <laughs> like a tumbler but it's good it's a lemon ginger turmeric and chamomile all the good stuff all that good stuff oh, all right we're gonna have to start the hey hey which hey thing again <laughs> it's all right we could use this if you want it's chit chat I always say mine like a question. <laughs> hey, which hey? Hey, which hey? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, things just evolve a certain way. Um, it's I funny. put my eyebrows on today. You look beautiful. I know because, well, thank you. Because I was like, well, we're, if we're going to be on camera, I should probably make it look like I have a face. <laughs> I put makeup on too and it washed, washed the rosemary out of my hair. And Okay. Uh Dude, we went for a walk, the dog and I. I found his his electric beeper for his collar and he went for a little swim, which usually is not too bad. We'll go home and he can last the day, but straight up smelled like fish Ew. when we got home. So I had to give him a bath, but I was already changed into this and he shook it all over the place. And uh, <laughs> I'm just going to stay in these clothes all day. So now you smell like the seafood department at your local grocery store. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Or the midnight mass at a uh, Croatian Christmas. Where you're wearing your leather pants. <laughs> <laughs> they were pleather. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you're still rocking the, um, I guess, the Creed look. Oh, yeah. Oh, like did Creed have the sides, the pants that were like uh, laced up the sides, or am I thinking of somebody else? I think everybody in the 90s rocked those, men or women or whatever. <laughs> like everybody Sweet. just wore those. Sweet. Um, so yes. I misspoke our, on our last episode. Our last episode's going to come out before your birthday. This one is right after your birthday. So future you, I hope you had a wonderful birthday. Thank you. It was great, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody came dressed up as you. I hope nobody fucked it up, but yes, thank you for everybody for coming to my birthday. <laughs> it's weird living in, like, in the future like this. I know. So many possibilities. I don't even know what I'm doing for my birthday yet at this point. No? But it's weird because at the time this podcast, by the time this airs, I will have already celebrated. Yeah. So it's like a weird like time loop dynamic. It is. Cool, man. Was there any um? Was there anything else you wanted to address <laughs> before we go into our very first song of Zone? Let's jump right in. I mean, we did have some fan mail that we wanted to read because we've 
been accumulating some some messages over the past since we started airing right yeah let's do that let's introduce ourselves first oh yeah we we promised that you guys that we would do that we're really bad (laughs) at doing that i'm justina and i'm christina and we're the Stinas, and welcome to Magnolia Street. This is the practical, the one and only, as far as we know, the one and as only as practical magic fandom podcast. So. <laughs> You're really good at that. Dude, when you grow up going to the Jersey Shore for the summer, you hear that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, beating up the beat with Pauly D down now. <laughs> Every now and any- then your Jersey accent comes down. Every now and then. <laughs> it's specific words, and I'll, uh, it- I'll, I'll tell you which ones next time. Next is time it, I hear it, fly is out. It, is it coffee? No, it's not. No, it wasn't coffee. I don't even. Don't even say, say it like that. My mom says coffee, like seriously, and I'm like, mom, it's, co- it's coffee. Ma, <laughs> I call well, my mom yeah, ma it's, too. It's ma. it's ma, it's not mom. Um, it's ma. Yeah, ma. Hey, ma. Right. Awesome. Yeah, let's go into some fan mail. We really appreciate all the support and like the written word is so sweet and powerful. It's I think it means more now than it has ever has. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and you know, you guys keep the wind in our sails. It keeps us going. It keeps us pumped. Wind beneath our wings. It keeps us wanting to be here showing up <laughs> and bringing you all the practical magic what do they call it? hot goss is that what they say nowadays the hot goss the hot tea hot goss the tea about all the practical magic stuff so thank you thank you for sending these in um this first one comes from luminea and uh, she, she was the first one to send us in an email to our gmail account hmm. Yes, she wrote a really cool. nice nice letter. So she said, Hi, Justina and Christina. I really enjoyed listening to the first episode of the Magnolia Street podcast today. I have been a huge fan of the movie ever since it was released in 1998. Hearing your stories of how you first encountered the film and the impact it has had on your lives really took me back to that time as well. The funny thing is, while I can't remember the very first time I watched Practical Magic that year, I do recall hearing about it from a friend and fellow witch. She told me that I absolutely had to see the film and that once I did, I would never want to cut my hair again. (laughs) Yes, so truth, right? For sure. Yeah. Um, She said, I must have looked at her funny, but she just smiled mysteriously and said, trust me, you will love it. And I have to admit, after meeting the aunts as portrayed by Diane Weist and Stalker Channing, I fell in love with their hair, their clothes, their grimoire, their house, and of course, their entire lifestyle. At that time, I had been pagan for just over five years, and the Owens family had the absolute coolest witch aesthetic I had ever seen before that was even a thing. I guess the word aesthetic, the, the word aesthetic really blew up over the past, like, like for sure years, right yeah um she says portraying magic and feminine power in a positive and loving way as opposed to say the craft let's just say that the owens family has given me a lifetime of hashtag witch goals mm-hmm. yeah uh, i then eagerly read alice hoffman's book and found myself wishing that the aunts played more of a part in it like they did in the movie version so i was absolutely mm-hmm. thrilled when alice wrote three more books in the series I really loved meeting Maria and the other family members in Magic Lessons, but I think the rules of magic stole my heart the most. I'm currently reading The Book of Magic, and I'm a little sad that this will conclude the series, so your podcast is an awesome way for me to stay immersed in the magical world of the Owens family. Oh, that makes me feel so good. That's our goal. We want to keep you guys immersed. We want to keep you guys, like, you know, because, you know, the movie and the books can only take you so far, but yeah, there has to be a natural conclusion to them. Right, right. 
but I mean, we just can't stop talking about it. So we're going to keep talking about it as long as you guys are interested. So Luminea ends with, I look forward to further episodes and especially to hearing more of your original music. I'm excited about it. Us too. And we're going to get into that today. Yay. um, She says, thank you again for creating the podcast and bringing together other fans of the Owens family. I'm looking forward to your next episode. Warm wishes, Luminea. Luminea, thank you so much. That was so sweet. That was really sweet. Um, And I think she, she followed up in another email. She said, after she already listened to a couple episodes she said i have enjoyed all the episodes so far and you did draw my attention to a few things in the movie that i had never noticed before like the name of the town and the toad on the top of the spell book i read all the books except for the last one the book of magic which i hope to get to soon it was definitely fun to hear your comparison between the book and the movie so wonderful awesome that's so sweet yeah so i love that like you know other fans of practical magic that have been listening to our podcast are also weighing in on the conversation and Mm -hmm. um have noticed their own little things that maybe we have not noticed thus far and they're weighing in and want to get in on the discussion so I think this is a lot of fun I love that it's she said it perfectly like I want it the books were done but I wanted more which you, right. you're always going to want more you know yeah. and and we're just revisiting it from our own perspectives and our own opinions and point of view and right. we love having your points of view too right. um, so please write in and share those I know this is probably unpopular opinion but I would not be upset if Alice Hoffman never wrote another book except for Practical Magic theme books. But I know at this point, she's probably so sick and tired of writing about the Owens family. But there's (laughs) so many like singular stories she could do. Because like in that last book, Jillian doesn't really have like a whole, I mean, I forget, but like all of Jillian's life. But then would it be the same if not for like a a drama that surrounds their whole family? You know what I mean? What would you, what kind of story would you want to see? Well, when I was watching her, her most recent um, Instagram live, Mm -hmm. she did an interview and she was saying how a lot of people are requesting a story about Vincent, Vincent's storyline. Oh, yes. So if there is going to be another story, that might be, that might be the one. That would be really cool. I saw a, like somebody put like a fan who would, who they would cast and somebody put Timothy Chalamet as, as Vincent. Who is that? I was like, he's, oh, you fucking would. I I probably have seen him, but I can't put the face to the name. What else is he in? He's in um, Dune. Yeah. I don't think I ever saw that. Uh, here, this guy. He looks familiar, but I don't think I've ever seen anything he's been in. He's like... But I could see that. Either Call Me By him. Your Name, Dune, Bones and All. Oh, Little Women. Okay. You see Little Women, the new one? Wonka? No, I never saw the new one. Uh, but he's okay. kind of giving me like... Or what's his face from you? Penn Bagley? Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. His dead eyes. Like, he's got that like alluring, kind of mysterious kind of look dark and brooding if we were to cast this in the past in the 90s it would be um uh, who the fuck plays jess mariano in in gilmore girls oh milo ventimiglia yes 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 um him or maybe like a a very young justin thoreau is that how you say his name (gasps) yeah right yep, i can see that yeah so along those lines anyway that yeah. would be cool to have vincent's right. story right it would be okay we're side we're we're, we're good at sidetracking <laughs> all right so we're gonna move on to our next little message this is from alice of which way official on instagram she also has a, a youtube channel i believe and she does a lot of reviews about 90s witch movies neat um, yeah so she wrote to us in our gmail and she said hi stinas i would love to hear an owens family tree episode tracing the owens women all the way back to Maria loving the podcast 
keep it up. And I agree. Uh, we're going to definitely do a family tree episode down the line. We have to, right? Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, and then she wrote again at some point. She said about episode one, hey, Stinas, thank you so much for starting the series. It was a great first episode and lovely to meet you both. Christina, I remember watching your book first movie on your YouTube ages ago. You two wow. are going to do great. And the learn as you go vibes is a good motto to go by. That's exactly what I did with my YouTube channel. And I'm still learning and having fun. I can't wait for the next episode. Fire emoji, black heart emoji. Yeah. And then um, she weighed in on the, on the episode two book verse movie. She said, this was a great episode. I remember looking into the toads too. There is a superstition around the toad as when it's metaphoric life cycle wasn't well known it was thought to appear fully formed which some associations with witchcraft and the devil in the earliest prequel the spell book itself is actually bound in toad skin and i do remember yeah. reading that like maria yet yeah. her uh not her biological mother her adopted mother right hannah she bound mm-hmm. the book in toad skin for her for her birthday or something like that right yeah it's really it's uh there's a reference of it being like cool to the touch or something oh. and y'all who are on the patreon there is actually we did a uh, house meditation so mm-hmm. I'll, I take you walking through the house as a way to relax and calm down. We go through all the rooms. And when you peek in on the uh, like apothecary pantry, you can see, like visualize that toad uh, book of shadows there on the table. So we threw yeah. that in there for you. Oh, that's so fun. Um, somebody actually, did you, have you been looking, peeking in our DMs lately? Somebody sent us a, a picture of the inside of their apothecary cabinet. I guess there are uh, episode inspired them to send oh, us that. Oh, that's really nice. Cool. That's I'll what, go take a look. Yeah. So this one's from Jen Moon Dancer on Instagram. And she said, hey, I listened to your podcast and I love it. I just have a few things to add to the things you both mentioned in the podcast. Jillian does continue to give Jimmy Belladonna in the movie as well. But Sally gives him more than the usual dose Jillian does. He doesn't mm-hmm. die immediately. He dies after hours of driving. True. Uh, okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess you kind of. You kind of miss that because it's a movie and time in a movie goes so much faster, you know? Mm-hmm. So maybe it seems as though he dies more instantly in, in the movie. Right. Very true. She says, Gary cries in the book when he meets Sally because she makes coffee and it reminds him of his father who always told oh. him to share his opinions and his father loved coffee. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 I think it was his grandfather though, right? Right. Wasn't that his grandfather? Because, yeah, his dad died when he was pretty young. Yeah, so maybe it was his... Died grandfather yeah because his grandfather raised him right um but that that's a good point because initially i i think i said in that episode that he cried because he just thought she was like a beautiful the sight of a beautiful woman or something like that <laughs> don't we all wish though i think he did say that but i guess i missed the other part about the coffee no worries which is interesting interesting to bit she says in the book and in the movie they are possessed by jimmy but in different ways and sally not being able to lie to gary is because that's what he wished for in the movie he wished for a, a woman that would never Ever lie to him because Sally and him did the spell at the same time he wished for her and she wished for him both of their wishes became the spell um so she says I hope all of this information helps you both if you ever need any help I am happy to give you any advice or info I love that you two made this podcast and I greatly enjoy listening to it thank you yeah thank you for weighing in guys we encourage we encourage discussion we want to talk 100 percent. Yeah, we said in the very beginning we are not professionals we did not we don't have any other information that is already available to the public out there and we like your opinion yeah, so thank you, know, you for your help what you guys might have picked up on we probably might not have picked up on and vice versa 
And that's what's so much fun about talking about this because there's so yes. many theories and twists and turns. Like, it's just so much fun. This one's from I Heart Practical Magic. Kim, what's up? On Kim, IG. Kim, Kim. Yeah, she said, okay, I had to share this with you. I just got a copy of the script from one of my followers and I believe it's the original. It only lists Robin Swicord as the writer. And in it, wow. Michael, yeah, and in it, Michael works in a hardware store and he's outside in the rain helping a couple load up a lawnmower <sighs> when a car careens out of control and hits him. Oh. She says, it makes more sense than a bicycle right <laughs> that's cool holy cow that's awesome yeah. kim and i i have to add this and what the, was it an addendum to her <laughs> email mr johnny mac on instagram also sent us he emailed us a script from 1997 a third draft of the script off of wow. city.com he said after reading rules of magic it makes me wonder why alice hoffman switched their names when writing the book i can't help but imagine franny as diane weiss and Aunt Jet as Stocker Channing. Agreed, agreed, um, agreed. So yeah, the script that he sent us is the third draft. So I'm not quite sure what, like, what the difference is between the final draft and the draft that Kim sent us are, but we'll have to like, we'll have to do a whole script uh, episode. Run like, through. A, yeah, run through of the script. Wouldn't that be so cool if we just like you could just... put out the, the whole entire movie? Are we legally allowed to do that? That would be so sweet. I could just see us there Maybe though we'll... with like our highlighters, like hiding, yeah. highlighting all the differences we find. Maybe it'll be a, a bonus episode on oh Patreon. my god would you do the script with me oh i can't wait to be cast yeah. that would be hysterical <laughs> unless unless the uh we run a poll and our listeners can cast us in the roles and they can pick who oh my god they, okay they get to pick who we are <laughs> I'm stoked for this. That would be so Ooh. Uh, Just a couple more. This one's from Cunning Celts or Celts. <laughs> hey guys, this episode has a really fun and chill vibe. It literally feels like sitting with some friends with the Prosecco and chatting. I don't Cute. know if you know the podcast, The Villain Was Right, where they review movies from the villain's perspective and they just did an episode on our favorite movie and it's hilarious. You should listen. And they left a, a Spotify link, so we'll have to add that in the show notes below because I did not listen to it yet. So let's listen today together. We'll have- We'll have to listen to that together and kind of take some notes. Maybe we'll do a whole episode of that too. Oh, oh my God. There's so much. There's so much. And then um, they also say, and to answer the question you asked on the show about who you would cast in a remake, I would only be down for a remake if they made it black. French Quarter of New Orleans, Greek Revival House, Old Hoodoo Family. Listen to oh. this cast. Are you ready? Oh, okay. Angela Bassett as Aunt Francis, Alfred Woodward oh. as Aunt Jet, Push Jumbo as Sally, and Zoe Kravitz as Jillian. How awesome would that spin that twist? I'm gonna just go evaporate right now. My whole oh. body's in chills. That would be Angela so weird. You're, are you an American Horror Story fan? Yes, she is oh. a goddess. As Maria. I love, love her. Oh my god, she nailed that right. Her arms? Girl, her arms are like chiseled out of stone. They're beautiful. Yeah, how old is she? She's, I have no idea. She's immortal. She's not a human being. She is not a human being. Um, Angela Bassett. Great casting, Cunning Kelt. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. I think that was our last our last message. And then we had a couple Apple Podcast reviews. So thank you guys for sending us an Apple Podcast review. If you guys listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please, 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 we beg you to send us a review so then we get bumped <laughs> up in the algorithm and more Practical Magic fans like yourself can find us and get in on this party because we want we want it to be a big party. So Caitlin M924 says, love this new podcast. I'm a huge Practical Magic fan and this podcast does not disappoint. It's like sitting 
meeting with two friends and chatting about the magic of the film. Loved episode two, where we look at the differences between book and movie, and the music is so good too. Can't wait to hear more episodes. So thank you, Caitlin, for sending bop, that bop, in. Bop, bop, bop. Thank you. Yeah. And then our very last Apple Podcast review. This comes from Daisha123, and she says, the header says, finally! In all <laughs> um, so she said, this podcast is so awesome. The 90s peeps that have carried this movie in their hearts for decades now can rejoice to have a podcast by fans for the fans. The Stinas have done such a great job putting together material focusing on the practical magic universe, and I can't imagine better hosts. Oh, you're so sweet. What? Um, yeah. We have, like, you put us on a pedestal. High standard, man. We're bound yeah. to disappoint at some point. There's pressure. Yeah. Um, she ends with, thanks for sharing your love for the franchise with all of us. So thank you, thank guys. You. Thank you. Uh, and we share these on our Instagram, too. I hope y'all don't mind. We want to uh, let let folks know that y'all love us yeah well we yeah we just want to we're kind of trying to create a little community here you know bring all you guys all the practical magic fans across the world together in one place that's our goal awesome, yeah. awesome. thank you yeah. for reading those and thank you all for sending them in yeah all right so what are we talking about today girl we i got our first episode. oh my god it's been loud. it's been a long time coming for this right it had what this will be episode nine is this nine or ten at this point eight Shit. it's oh eight god. it's eight okay okay it's eight and Right. Um, what what better way to start than with our um, like our the namesake of our show and yeah. like our main uh, album song and what the album's named after Magnolia Street mm-hmm. uh, and we're gonna talk a little bit about how what it originally sounded like like what the words were and then I think Justina's gonna treat us to a bit of like a live performance we're gonna do bits of the song and talk about them yeah um I was looking through my my uh, I guess my audio recording notes on my phone just to mm-hmm. kind of see the order of because like everything's time stamped right this song our magnolia street theme song this song was the seventh song we wrote in this in this wow podcast. what was the like last edit date you had on there february 19th wow was the first iteration of this song girl did i text you or did i instant message you whether about would you want about like doing this project oh you texted me shit i wish i still had that message <laughs> oh i'm sure i do what you don't have you don't have like, I delete my uh uh-uh. really? I delete all my shit. You're 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 good. I just I just let shit accumulate on my phone. Okay, cool. I could go back. Oh my god, you'd have to go all the way back to end of January. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it was something like, Hey, I have an idea. Do you want to do a, a practical magic like concept album or something just like something like that? And I was yeah. like sold. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I had- I had just woken up, like it was probably like nine or ten in the morning on like a Tuesday. Yeah. And that's, that was, and, and, you know, we weren't really close before that. Like we would send each other texts randomly or like, Hey, happy Yule. Hey, happy Salon. Hey, hope everything's going well. Happy birthday. Like stuff like that. Like, you know, I know who I knew who I needed to call with this (laughs) idea. It wasn't Ghostbusters. It's not Ghostbusters. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, this is gonna, I'm going to be scrolling for a while because that was, this was last year at this point. It's almost been a year now. You realize that, right? Whoa. Happy anniversary happy almost anniversary yeah it was (laughs) february i think it was february you sent me a hey jimmy audio file february 17th so that was the first one huh yeah that was the very first one i think i probably wrote that the same day you had asked me to do this because i was so jazzed i'm scrolling back i'm still in november (laughs) are you sure okay you sure it was a text yeah i'm positive it was a text yeah because i remember waking up to it and i was like oh shit that was before we even mark we're marcoing each other Corey tagged us in an instagram just now 
Corey's Cauldron. Oh yeah, that's another that's another uh, person we want to mention. Thanks, Corey's Cauldron. Corey's Cauldron is uh yeah like a full supporter of all these witchy podcasts and yeah, likes to spotlight so cool. and let people know uh when and where to find all the the witchy goodness that that lies mm-hmm. on on the podcast forums. Yeah, so thank you for blowing us up wow. on there. We really appreciate it. All right. Okay. So you had texted me on December 27th, right? Wow. After- well, yeah. Cause it was right after you saw my dad sent, get, like made that album for me. That's right. For Christmas. That's yes. right. So you texted me and you said, girl, your album has such a nineties nostalgic feel for me. I love it. Like Tori Amos or letters to Cleo. I'm blown away. And I said, thanks so much. The nineties singer songwriter chicks were a lot of what I listened to at that time when I was writing those songs. And then, and then you sent me your practical magic inspired Spotify playlist screenshot. Oh, fine. Uh-huh. And you said, I'm not, I'm not saying, but I'm just saying Justina <laughs> presents practical magic, a concept album. <laughs> and I wrote back, whoa, that idea. And I'm not said, saying, I'm just saying. So you, or no, I said, oh, wait, you mean like make music based on things in the witches' lives? And you said, I mean a concept album where each song chronicles the story, the storyline, but maybe bits and pieces of it told from different perspective. My brain is bursting. Like I'm hearing the roses talk about boots and a dark shadow and growing wild and thorny. Um, that's just me maybe imagining everything has a spirit and see everything we do. So I said, I love this. Maybe we need to write this together. Do I sense a collab? And you wrote, are we going to fucking collab? (laughs) (laughs) And you said, I'm just digging your album vibe. And I was like, well, I'd love to collab anytime. And you said, I I have no idea how to begin. Uh, so I was, you know, fire sign me. I was like, we got this. And then yeah. I feel I'm pretty sure like that day I probably started writing Hey Jimmy because that was That's the first That's incredible. Time yeah. Do you have anything more on that? Or I wonder if you have anything that says Back Porch Light or Magnolia Street on there. Let me scroll down a little bit because again, uh, Magnolia Street was the seventh song we wrote at this point. Right. So that's pretty, that's pretty far down. But let me, let me search again. So yeah, this is when... I I guess this was the um this is when we started using marco because you were like hey, do you use marco polo at all i'm like what's that <laughs> like a fucking old ass person <laughs> so you sent me lyrics so you said can you look at back porch light real quick any idea for the lines toward the bottom i was rhyming the first and second lines third and fourth are just whatever i said okay i'll take a look they're is just it- whatever that's what, yeah. yep definitely right so, yeah, my writing yeah, you, style you sent me the doc of back porch light here cool is that, is that the same thing you put in the um the notes for this show i believe so all right so i guess christina this was the very okay so you sent me two songs that kind of snowballed this whole project right you sent me roses mm-hmm. which was like a very soft lullaby kind of like melody it's like an eerie harmonized lullaby it's very yeah. like it's very i was trying to make it eerie yes and it was a, just a very simple guitar picking part right yes and then you also sent me i think it was this one back porch light yes. right the house is just uh such a, a magnet to people it's like it's like that having the back porch light on is like the bug zapper you know okay. you're pulling the bugs in or just pulling all the lovelorn ladies to the house so it's like how, how do we to the flame enca- yep, exactly. yeah encapsulate that but also make it sound different so it, do we want to just talk about the lyrics there's not many because it was an incomplete song. I, again, brain dumped and Justina filtered everything and, and made it a complete storyline. So I think we mentioned before that it's pretty similar to kind of the lyrics you hear now. And I'll include, oh geez, I'm cringing at saying I'll include the audio, but I do have audio that I sent you of like the idea or 
chords that I was thinking. Yes. So I don't know how to do this. Okay. <laughs> We've never Let's done a song so let's just read through the lyrics so these are these are christina's lyrics so the thing that i really loved about your lyrics was that they painted a really nice picture about the town and the house and kind of just like the flora and fauna around this uh, neighborhood and the mystery about kind of all of that Um, i wanted it to be like one of those like the like a stepford town like to bring your mind like having your lawn tailored just right like an hoa you know is going to come knocking except the owens house which doesn't abide by any of those rules Right. And it's just this one uh, house that kind of stands out amongst all these perfect little. Exactly. Exactly. So the first, the first four lines go as such. It says sleepy town settled in for the night where every lawn is tailored just right. It's about the time the back porch light comes on at the house down the street, which is very similar. It's just a different cadence that just enough nailed <laughs> and i just have a little um little behind the scenes kind of moment here the lyrics in the intro song that you guys hear sleepy town settled in for the night where the owens women live their lives like that where the owens women live their lives that's not in the beginning of the actual song i, I right. changed it specifically to kind of i guess make our intro song more specific to what the podcast is going to be about so in the actual song and the actual version of the full song that we're gonna put on our patreon the beginning is a little bit different but that's why because yeah for the podcast we definitely wanted to pinpoint and get to the point of the the gist of the song a lot quicker because it's a theme song you know like we wanted Mm -hmm. people to know right off the bat that you know the owens family this is what it's about but the actual song wanted to build a little more anticipation you know so we started off with um same thing that you just said christina sleepy town settled in for the night where every lawn is tailored just right it's a about time that the back porch light comes on right so originally yeah originally you i definitely didn't need to have that at the house down the street because it, it didn't have any place in the rhythm right so i love that you left it out it didn't need to be in there we but already know that it's i didn't away. leave it out i didn't leave it out i changed the chord structure and i made it i spotlighted it instead so i started chugging the dun, 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 oh at yes. the house down the street I, I I prolonged it to kind it's of much better give it that spotlight that it needed because that's what this song is about it's about well initially it was about the back porch light but I in my mind I really wanted to make it about the house because we didn't have a song about the house yet yes. you know so I think I, you did a great job because initially I had uh the back porch light comes on at the house down the street and that was it yeah so you really put a put a spotlight on that we're gonna use that spotlight word a I lot in it, this episode i gave it a little bit of that t-swift vibe like she does a lot of walk downs mm-hmm. um here let me grab my guitar and i'll show you what i mean all right so basically what i'm talking about so initially you your your melody was pretty straightforward and it the, at that house down the street that lyric kind of followed the same format as the previous lines right it did so i guess i can just insert that little bit here audio wise Yeah, so that's Christina's version. So then what I kind of did to it is I kind of took that line at that house down the street. I took that, separated it from that whole first verse and kind of gave it its own little pre-chorus kind of feel and gave it a little bit of a different feel. And what I mean by the T-Swift walk down, she does a lot of, <laughs> she does a lot of this. So it's like, street. 
does a lot of walk downs like that. So, um, yeah, I took a page out of her book on the walk down. I I love walk downs on sea. I think it sounds so pretty. It's very pretty. So it just gives it that like kind of folky kind of country type of poppy vibe. So then I it, then I, it goes back to at the house on Magnolia Street. Um, just reiterating, you know, where this is taking place, where this yes. is going down. And then that's kind of the, I guess, if you want to call it the hook or that like that line that kind of just grabs you like you now, you know what the song is about, you know, yeah. before we even get to the chorus. Right. That's not even we're not even there yet. We didn't right. even get to the second verse yet. Right. It's All perfect. Right. Let me tune this shit. Can, you can continue to, I guess, if you want to read the next. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell them about the second verse. Justine's going to tune her guitar a little bit. So the second verse, um, we wanted, I wanted to like consider what this sleepy town would find vulgar or uh, disdainful or, you know, who keeps doves? A, but B, who keeps doves, doves for like spell work? So we pull the doves in and the lines go like this. It says, pretty doves might be just what you need, or it might be a little rum in your tea. Either way, you should pay them a call when the twilight sinks low. Um, and that could, you could take that either way. Like they have all the remedies. You could go with one problem, I suppose, and then leave with a remedy you didn't know you needed. I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> all right, we're good. We good. All right, so where are we at? So yeah, the so the end of the second, the second verse, I was ending the same way. I didn't have any of the chunking at the house down the street. I was just throwing in when the twilight sinks low. It wasn't connected to anything. So I think, did you add back at the house down the street for this line too? Tell us about the second verse. All right, so my second verse, I actually added an additional verse after your first verse so yours goes sleepy town settle in for the night where every lawn is tailored just right it's about the time that the back porch light comes on and then before i even go to at that house down the street i added another section which goes more into the history of the house and kind of the flora and fauna so i say on this land that holds a history lovers lost in a garden of rosemary and wouldn't you like to know what lies behind those walls and then that's when i added at that at that house down the street at the house it's on Magnolia Street. Yeah, so then perfect. my verse two kind of picked up where you left off with the pretty doves. Um, I left what you wrote there. I put, uh, pretty doves might be just what you need, or it might be a little rum in your tea. Either way, they say you should you should pay them a call. Uh, it's the same thing, basically, of what you have here. Those are pretty identical for the most part. I think I changed maybe like a few words just to make the it roll. The cadence a little yeah. easier. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you had a chorus there. I did. Do you want to play the first verse the whole way through and or the second? I know they get a taste of it in the intro, but how do you feel about playing a bit of it? All right, so. Sleepy town set on And then it goes back to the- I love that. Dude, that that like 
uh, the walk down reminds me of like skipping, like skipping okay. on the bluestone path. I like that. Oh, yeah. Um, and you know, like also another kind of, we can, uh, add this in i guess the show notes or whatever we made playlists for all of these songs kind of like other songs that inspired i guess the writing of all of our songs and also production wise you know it's important to have kind of like a roadmap of where you want to go with production on a song and listening mm -hmm. to a lot of other music kind of helps kind of jog inspiration for how you want your song to sound mm -hmm. not not that you're copying but like it gives you kind of a place to start from you know and like if you're like oh i like the bells in that song you know bookmark it and it's like a scrapbook it's like an audio scrapbook of all the little elements you like from other songs that you kind of want to incorporate into your own song so we started a playlist for all of these songs that we wrote and kind of like mm -hmm. other songs that inspired you know our own music for this project so yeah we'll have to add um some of the music that or a playlist that inspired this song and one of the songs that kind of came to me in my mind was a, a lot of music from like little shop of horrors like the, the intro songs like how they a like, little doo-woppy yeah like something something of the sort so the chorus that i had um was like low so i guess i'll play that here those women like to cause a that's where i'm like hmm. i wanted there to be a build there but that's kind of what i got going okay so the lyrics are those those women like to cause a stir and if you're not careful you'll love them maybe forever you'll end up like all the rest six feet below so then justina worked her magic <laughs> <laughs> well you had other stuff here right oh shit okay i don't know if this was part of the chorus but um i think this was a new verse i was going for that everyone knows but dare does not speak i think that was a new verse i was starting okay with. yeah why they go down to magnolia street on the nights when the air is thick and the black toads sing i loved that line that you had there i was like that line cannot leave we're keeping that line <laughs> so everyone like, knows but they dare not speak why they go down to magnolia street on the nights when the air is thick and the black toads sing yeah you can just feel like the humidity you know? know yeah and like the toads man you got to keep the toads in there so for sure all right so yeah i i kept in your pretty does maybe just what you need rum in your tea uh, pay them a call i kept that whole section that you had in there then i added i wanted to paint more of a picture of what's so intriguing about this family mm -hmm. um so i added there resides a family of intrigue all the men the owens women loved are buried and when the moon is full, they dance naked in the street. Love so, it so why, much. All the reasons why people talk so much shit about them, right? Yeah, I love it so much. So then I kept the line about, wait, did you have a line about the twilight in here? Yeah. You yes, at the end, the, when the twilight sinks low at the yeah, end of that second bit. When the twilight sinks low. So I added that little bit and I kind of scooched that on over after the second verse and added it kind of more as like a pre-chorus um it's like another walk down situation so it goes And now here is where the chorus comes in finally. Because like we spent two verses kind of like building this up, right? Mm -hmm. So so the chorus, I really kind of wanted it to be kind of fun, kind of catchy, kind of poppy. So this, the chorus goes. Would you go down to Magnolia Street with a mysterious girl out? And 
the original didn't sound like that at all. And I'll, no. I'll, no. Um, well, not yours. There was a first, it, uh, there's a first version, like a first draft of when I first recorded it. What did it sound like? It doesn't sound like that at all either. I'll pop it in. We'll pop it in right here. So here's okay. what my very first chorus of the, I guess, the recomposition of Christina's chorus sounded like. At the house on Magnolia Street, would you meet me on Magnolia Street where the wisteria vines grow out? Around the house shrouded in mystery, but would you meet me on Magnolia Street? Whoa! Very different. Much more poppy. Uh, and I well, like that you changed it. Yeah. And here's the thing, like, I don't know, it was just like a natural feeling, like I could just tell that the words didn't flow, like it just didn't, Okay. Feel, like the vibe didn't, it wasn't quite there yet, like it was just me and my mind just brain dumping and kind of getting a vibe out first, and then, mm -hmm. and then I go back and refine and retune and kind of shape the words to fit my mouth, my, I guess, your mouth palette a little <laughs> better, like you can feel mouth when words, palette. you can feel when words sound wonky to kind of sing, it didn't feel natural. So I kind of shifted some words around and changed, fine-tuned some things to to make it feel better to sing. Well, I love that you changed it from the "Would you meet me on Magnolia Street?" because it, that to me makes it sound more of a like a love song. Yeah. And this is a "Would you go down to Magnolia Street?" is almost like a dare. You yeah. know, yeah, I like yeah. that much more. Yeah. Totally, I one hundred percent. Yeah, that's it. Just I guess it arrived at where it needed to be. Just. That's and it cool. actually progressed to where it needed to ultimately rest at. So yeah, I'm happy where it's at now. It's at a yes. Place. Those women like to cause a stir. You ended up using that as the bridge. Uh -huh. Is that right? Uh huh. Yeah. Are we there? Or is there more in front of? Um, is yeah, there like a whole nother chorus or no, verse? No, that's the the um that main chorus goes right into the bridge at that point. And yeah, you you had those women like to cause a stir in the beginning of your chorus, right. but I took that. And I kind of added that as an intro to the bridge and kind of like the whole bridge, kind of what you just said about like, it's like a dare, right? Mm -hmm. So the whole bridge is kind of like that kind of dare kind of vibe. It's like those women like to cause a stir. Would you take your chances on a curse or a cure? Mm -hmm. um, and then it's kind of like talking about just like their whole aura, like it's a luck of the draw, but it's more of the allure. Nobody knows if they're going to go there and get something good or something bad. But it doesn't matter. It's just because it, they just draw you in regardless, just because of their- I own. have full body chills right now. <laughs> I'm not lying. I'm not saying that for the, the show. It's just your passion for writing shows. And I think you, you created a great song from like well, literal shit. <laughs> we created a good song because- Yay us. Everything is essential. Even the stuff that you think is garbage or the stuff that you think it's not going to be part of the main song. Like it's about taking- That's the learning curve. Yeah. And it's about just take, like taking those little bits and pieces. It's a puzzle. When you have, a, when you first have a puzzle, you really don't know how the pieces are going to fit together right off the bat. You're just kind of like looking at a lot of pieces, just like in a pile. It's a little bit of an overwhelming feeling. Like, But shit. all those pieces are flipped over. So you only have the brown side showing. <laughs> That's what you've done. But I mean, it's, that's part of the, that's part of the process. And that's what's so, I guess, exhilarating for me about songwriting is like kind of finding how to fit those pieces together and arriving at a really beautiful masterpiece when it's all done. So you did a great job. Do you want to play us the bridge a little bit? Yeah. So. Those women like to come. 
I want to say a few things. Okay. So firstly, I love the almost like bittersweet um, sound that when you say when the, that when the black toads sing, how you Mm -hmm. say that is almost like it's a bittersweet view on this place. Cause from an outside perspective, it's definitely from an outside perspective and they know that they're never going to be a part of that family. Like as much as they are like outcasts in, in the story. Yeah. Like, who wouldn't want to be raised in that house, like, full of, like, loving, talented, magical women? And that, to me, like, brings it back to, like, oh, I'm not, maybe I can go and get what I need, but I'm never going to be allowed to stay there, you know, and be a part of their family. So that, to me, is what I got out of that last bit. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Did you have that line about, yes, you had the line about the, you said on the nights when the air is thick and the black totes sing. That was part of, what, was that part of one of your choruses? I think it was part of a verse. Um, yeah, but you definitely put the perfect inflection, you know, and placed it feel like exactly needed, where it needs to be. I feel like that needed its own, we'll say it again, its own spotlight, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Those, certain, those certain lines that I really fell in love with, with the stuff that you gave me, like, I just really wanted to showcase those lines in a better way. And the best way to do that is kind of like elongating, I guess, the note, like holding out that note. And again, that walk down, that's that's on the walk down. It kind of gives it that emotional feel to it. It makes mm-hmm. it more emotional. So, um, yeah, I guess that's where that's what I did with that line. Um, and then it goes, it just goes back to... You did go down to Magnolia Street, you know? And again, mm-hmm. it's that dare, going back to that dare, like mm-hmm. the normal person that's gonna, that lives in that town. It's an intriguing thing. It's, it's a mystery. It's like everybody talks about it, whether it's good or bad, it intrigues everybody and everybody exactly. draws them in, no matter who you are and what you believe about them. Exactly. Yeah. The only line that I think that you that you threw my way with this song was um that I didn't use was the the bit about the bluestone path. I don't think I added the bluestone path in this song. Yeah, I think we have it in other songs though. So yeah, I think it was in Blood Oath. Yes, I I think you're right. Yeah, so I think I kind of like you know when you dig up a root ball and you plant it somewhere else. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of like that. You transplanted it. Like, it. Yeah, we transplanted it. We took it from one song and we're like, okay, I really like this lyric, but it doesn't fit in this song. So we'll put it in another song. So we ended up putting it in the song of the Blood Oath song we wrote about Sally and Jilly and that whole Blood Oath scene in the beginning when the, the Sally's standing at, at the banister on the porch and um, Jillian's about to run away. Um, so we, we put it in that song because I feel like it, it matched that vibe a lot better because that song to me and the scene itself just gives me like those dark blue kind of dreamy like nighttime hues. Mm-hmm. So the blue stone path to me kind of like fit that vibe a little better. Awesome. I wonder when we're going to be able to talk about that one. We have so many songs, man. We have a lot of songs. And how do we want to do these song episodes? Because I know this one's like probably like the eighth or ninth episode um no rhyme or reason like we just knew we had to do one soon and this one was the best one to do since it's our theme song you guys are already familiar with it you hear every week before our episodes so we thought this was the best one to start with but as far as going from here 
I don't so know. So I think I have it set up for every, about every three months at the end of that month. So it's funny that, so like March has five weeks in it. Oh, wow. June has five weeks in it. And uh, so does September, but I moved that one. So almost every three months we're going to do a song episode. And then um, All Hallows Eve one I put in October. So oh, yeah. I think we'll have about four song episodes song this year. Okay. So that's right. just the tip of the iceberg. Do you think that's not enough for the course of the next year? I'm down to do more. I'm really down to do more. Okay. We'll leave it to you guys. Do you guys want more song episodes? like more frequently or do you like them more spread out because I know you guys want more content and want to hear us talk about the movie and the books more I mean being that you know this did start as a musical project we we understand that you guys probably want to hear us just gab about the the book and movies um but if you want to hear more of our music because I mean that is why we started this right we wanted to show exactly our songs but again we don't want to use this as a main stage for for the music uh, right. So let us know what you guys want to hear. Do you want to hear more song episodes? Do you want to hear more gabbing? We'd really love to know your thoughts. So yeah. So yeah, right now it's about four song episodes a year. So if you want more, yeah. shout it out. We'll do more if you want to hear more. But yeah, just gauging for now, just gauging what you guys want to hear. Um, and we we got we got uh feedback pretty quick, like when we were like, hey, do you guys want short episodes? Do you want long episodes? And we got a lot of people immediately like, long episodes. Long episodes. So. We're like, we're so sorry. We already had another episode that was super long, and we cut it in half and thank god somebody said something because we just slapped that thing back together Uh uh-huh yeah yeah yeah. i think it was the house episode right that ended up being like three hours long we were gonna do another Mm -hmm. two-part episode they're like nah long episodes we're like all right all right more than one person so long episodes from now on and if you guys want more song episodes we'll do more song episodes from now on yes uh so i have this i this was so fun our first song episode and if y'all want to hear the full song we are going to be putting it on patreon so you can stream listen to the whole thing uninterrupted by me gabbing and being like oh that's (laughs) awesome you're so talented so it's going to be on our patreon eight dollar tier and you can find us over at patreon.com slash magnolia street podcast and that gives you access to also our private facebook group and our discord which is popping off and we're kind of putting plans together for that book club starting in january so if you want to join us for that, that's where to find the information. Yeah. Where can they find us on Instagram? Instagram.com slash Magnolia Street Podcast. Did I ever show you this book that I made? That my my little note, my binder of notes? Yes. Super cute. Justina has like a portfolio of all of our songs in a pink and black song binder. Yeah. It's, it's- very 90s. <laughs> Oh God, it's so nice. The only thing I'm missing is like the Trapper Keeper. Book. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> um, but did I show you the inside of it? I have oh, you printed it out. The watercolor, and then in this little pocket here, I have um my little polyvore. Do you remember my Poly, Poly Pocket? Yes. It was like a a website where you could make like clip art, but like fashion clip art. Yes. And, um, I made like all these different practical magic clip art yeah like mood boards mood boards basically yeah oh also i want to say for uh patrons for the eight dollar tier we're going to be including like the lyrics but we also have a lot of the original lyrics that are handwritten too so if you want to see you be on the the ground running like with this project and see the original shit before it's buffed and shined that's where to find it and um just just a note that the tracks that we'll be posting to our patreon they are still very rough cuts just me and an acoustic guitar for the most part maybe i'll add some harmonies here and there but 
basically this everything that you get on our patreon is just very very rough so you guys are getting all of like our very early renditions of these songs um and our goal is ultimately to actually record these for real and we would love to do a fully produced version of of all these tracks yeah so y'all will hear the original track and then here's what we're gonna do broadway yes broadway done done practical magic the musical oh can you imagine with these songs oh what a dream what a dream i can't i can't imagine but we have to dream big dream big girl i am dreaming big that's why i keep saying anytime it's like we're gonna interview alice hoffman you're like we don't have any plans for that (laughs) i want to put it out there that we are gonna do this and peter peter griffin griffin dunn (laughs) peter Peter. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, guys. Uh, we again thank you for all your wonderful mail. And uh, if you want to send us anything, your information, send it to Magnolia Street Podcast at gmail.com. You can send us your firstborns, your puppy dogs, your kitty cats. We'll take anything. Social security numbers, tax information. <laughs> and do we have any other socials? I think we've covered them all. So. If you didn't say happy birthday to Justina, her birthday was December 20th. So go say happy birthday. You can at me at yeah. Justina's World Official. There you go. All yeah. right. That's it for our very first song episode. I hope y'all enjoy. We're the Stinas, and we'll, we'll see you next time. At that house down the street. At that house on Magnolia Street. Would you go down to Magnolia Street with the Wisteria girl? Okay. I'm good with it. Oh, you're like, um, you, you just like lag. Oh, maybe it was my stroke mouth. I was like, I'm good with it. No, like you literally uh, sounded send... like, like a robot for a second. It was weird. Was I growling at you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>